Welcome to Somewhere Nerd Radio. I am your host. I am Snarf Chris. I am Critter. And this is the Somewhere Nerd Radio podcast. Go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the normal things that we tell you to go re- go follow us on. That made sense. Sure. If you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all these other things, go leave us a review. That helps out the podcast immensely. Just be as positive as possible. Give all, give all the five stars, all the thumb likes, everyth- everything. Just max it out. And even if you don't agree with it, that's fine. That's totally cool. Leave an honest review, but give us all the likes and everything you can. It actually doesn't hurt you at all. Yeah, just do, do it. And then, like, give us, like, a hate hug, you know? Just like, hey, you know what? You guys could do this a little better. A- and honestly, we'll, we'll, we'll read it. We'll take it in consideration. I'll, I'll ignore it. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, it, if it's, con- if it's constructive, constructive. Yeah. It's never constructive. It's in the internet. Well, if it's if if they do give the five stars and then shit on us, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll at least take it into consideration. I'll try to make my voice deeper. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> Hello, baby. That's not deeper. It's just different <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and move into our is a, a a podcast i look forward to on our podcast on our what we call in the season two volume volume two. two movie reviews i picked a movie critter picked a movie we both picked a movie for the other person to watch this time i think both of us haven't watched either one of these movies never yeah never so saw this it is our first time we just we just just came out the gate just like never seen this movie watch it deal with it and we're gonna turn this in critter's gonna You'd be mad about it, but we're going to pick out... We're going to turn this into a competition, too. Ugh. Who picked the best movie this time? We're going to call this our double feature. Oh, it's kind yeah, of a double I like feature. that. I like that. I don't like the competition style, but yeah, yeah I like it. The, this yeah, is double kind of feature. a double yeah. feature. Uh, yeah. We're both going to review a movie. We'll review the movie together, obviously. And then we're going to talk about that a little bit. So the first movie we reviewed was my movie, which is The Dead Video from 1987. Hidden inside the house at 21 Shady Lane Avenue is a black and white TV with the power to turn itself on and come alive with the dead. The video dead. But for the new owners, their first warning may be too late. Why did you kill her? You don't know what you're messing with. Video Dead, a new form and shape for zombie terror that invades a neighborhood and threatens the innocent, the unsuspecting, and the unbelieving. Nothing can prepare you. Nothing can save you. Nothing can stop the onslaught of the Video Dead. It's the late show to end them all. Look what's buried inside your TV. The video dead. We're going to go ahead and start off on the movie poster because this has a... Well, that's what got me. Okay, I'll be honest with you. the, 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 like... I saw the the poster. I was like, like I was scrolling through Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. It was on Paramount Plus, 
And I was like, what? What? That looks kind of cool. That's kind of cool. And then I read the review, like, uh, not the review, the synopsis. And I was like, oh, that sounds kind of cool. So what is the synopsis? Well, I- I'm paraphrasing because I have nothing in front of me. But if I had to break it down in my own words, it's there's a cursed TV, the ring. It possesses areas and you have to deal with the repercussions of solving the problem of these evil entities that get out of the demonized tv so in the most layman terms is a the ring but a tv somebody gets delivered a tv they get killed by said tv's creatures Mm -hmm. another family moves into the house and doesn't know the tv's in their attic yeah which how it got the act no one ever explained nobody ever explains and then a group of zombies, I think five zombies. It's like five zombies. I think that's because that's all they can afford to make for this movie. And then they kill people. That's a the basic generalization of the movie. Okay, so the beginning, I mean, it's got good bones. Because if you think about it, it is the ring, but about a TV versus a videotape. Yes. So uh, the zombies come out of the TV, and I, when I say they come out of the TV, they come out. They of the literally TV. step out of the TV. They the TV falls on the ground. Zombies, which by the way, at the, the first of zombie the movie, you see is good. It looks really good. Yeah, it's got like that old school Romero zombie look with like blood kind of dropping down his face. It looks good. These are points on the movie where I'm like. Oh, wait, this movie might be good. It drops off pretty quick. It does drop <laughs> it off very quick. quick. I'm actually embarrassed. I'm actually embarrassed. I mean, like, it's not Meet the Feebles bad, but no, it's, it's close. Not. It's not. But it's close. It's kind of close. Uh, it's, it's nowhere near. I will argue, and we're going to have this conversation a lot during this night with both movies. I didn't hate this movie. This is not one of those movies that I watched. I might have been bored at times because I don't think it's. There's a lot of in this movie where just nothing happened. Yeah. I mean, there's like exposition that's not explained uh like the guy in the tv which seemed more important when the first like the woman that came out of the tv in the very beginning with the kid who tried to seduce him so by the way that kid uh, the uh, worst fucking actor on the planet yeah yeah yeah. that kid was 16 years old okay while he was filming in this movie where he made out was a a a grown-ass woman yes 16 years old it was his first job he's ever had and he got drove there by his acting director for high school that's how he got the job then he made out was a a grown-ass woman as she's topless when she is topless i'm sure he bragged about that like forever anyway there was a scene during that like after that happened like a guy killed her pulled her back into the tv killed her and then explained to the tv the situation and everything like that and that was kind of good but that guy never showed up again he was just no there's no point in that part of it at all that never carried on to another thing ever actually if they cut that movie out that part of the movie out it wouldn't it wouldn't matter the the only thing is that I think they were trying to entice a 16-year-old guy uh, to, was smoking pot. to pull a TV out of the attic. And yes. if you couldn't do it with a woman that was trying to seduce you, it's not going to be a zombie movie. I mean, like, a like like who's going to pull a movie, like, a TV out? Like, what's that noise? 
in the attic that we don't know how it got to the attic because i don't know regardless everything's stupid this is like uh doing a lot of research on this movie they wrote so there's like like i said there's like five or six normal no there are five or six zombies in this movie they all come out of the tv there's like a bride there is a like a james dean like type character that was like kind of your old school he was like a rockabilly yes and he was blue um, so the first zombie looked great. Yes. And as they went along, they got worse looking. <laughs> That's what happened. But apparently on purpose. Um, so each one of those zombies had a backstory written for them mm-hmm. that was only told to that actor. You did so much research. No, I, I did, did a lot I did of research. zero research after. The- I watched this movie. I was like, I'm done with this movie. <laughs> But go on. We're, we're, we're going to talk about what you just said a little bit later. So each one of the zombies got told their direction. Here's your backstory. None of that comes out in the movie. Like, that's not an important part of the movie. Like, you never watch this movie and go, I understand why that zombie's doing what it's doing. Ever. They don't explain that. Because there's a pinnacle scene at the end where it's like, hey, if you treat them like living people, they're like, oh, okay, we're living. We'll be cool. So she serves them beans. Yes. Right? It's not a it's not a thing. That's not a thing. It's not a at thing all. at all. But they were just they were cool with it. They're like, hey, yeah, let's eat some beans and be people. And they're like, yeah, yeah let's hell yeah, let's eat some beans. <laughs> Stupid. The more I think about it, I'm just so embarrassed. It's so dumb. So it's a a TV that's inside these people's houses, and when they just move into it, all the zombies come out. From the beginning of the movie, the original person that owns the TV, he gets killed. Three months later, these other people move into the house. The problem here is for three months, apparently nothing happens in this neighborhood. And these zombies are just walking around this forest wood area that's around the whole entire neighborhood. This new family moves into it. And it's this one kid, I think, named Jack, uh, moves into it. He's kind of a pot smoker with his sister. He's sitting there watching the TV that he finds in the attic. After somebody that's in a cowboy hat comes and tells him for some strange reason, Hey, I need that TV. Because this TV apparently was supposed to be delivered to the occult society or whatever city they're living in sure just it, it's like a, a horrible acting all around <laughs> yes it's horrible acting all around but it's no different than like normal 70s zombie movie acting 80s whatever it is this whole entire movie got filmed on eighty thousand dollars that's the lowest budget even in the day is low it's lower than it, it may be one of the lower budget movies i've ever seen and honestly like i don't think that came through that it was super low budget like that i mean because i wouldn't put that up as one of the lowest budget movies i've seen I'm trying. I'm to, not saying it's good. I'm just I'm saying just it's trying <laughs> to think of a lower budget now. Yeah, no, that's super low. Like I'm just doing more research on the movie. So eighty thousand dollars was really the cost of them filming this movie every other weekend, whenever they could get together. Can you imagine the makeup person that was just like, "Ugh, I'm just randomly gonna do five people zombie makeup full on." <laughs> So one of the the makeup designers was Rick Baker. Rick Baker is a famous makeup effects artist now. Mm-hmm. He's one of these people that worked on this movie for literally nothing. Okay. He is also one of the people that took hostage of, I think, 20 yards of film and took it and hid it somewhere. 
because they weren't getting paid to do the movie. Mm. So they took all the film. They're like, hey, you know what? We're not going to give you this until you give me a fucking paycheck. Wow. Okay. So these people weren't getting paid. Mm-hmm. It's $80,000. Critter, I don't know if you understand what $80,000 for a movie is. Me and you can raise $80,000 to make a movie. It's probably not going to be a good movie at all. But mm-hmm. we can probably raise that amount of money to make a movie. This is kind of one of those movies that more people should talk about because of how bad it is. I agree. I agree. But it had some good elements. You know, like, first of all, the first zombie we saw. So whoever that makeup artist was, he probably, he probably like, blew the budget on the first zombie. And that's why progressively the zombies got worse and worse looking. One zombie looked great, and then he probably did the wedding zombie next so they and then wanted the zombies to be different so i can what, understand which that which turns into what i was saying they just looked they had backstories for the zombies so they wanted them all to kind of look oh yeah it was different. apparent that the rockabilly wanted the girl yes so the rockabilly had a crush on her was a zombie that died in the 50s of course which was very good looking before he died um the zombie that like strangles the girl he was a serial killer that strangled people and he got turned on by it that's why he smiles when he's strangling the person yeah but that's not apparent he's just like not some... at all this is all things the director has said after the movie was filmed mm-hmm. and shot it, done it was weird how much the zombies when when they so these were not brain-eating zombies but no, they no, look no, no, no. like them they yes. look george a romero zombies but they would kill people and then laugh as yeah, they there's killed. like full-blown they're just chuckling. laughing scenes. They're like, ha, 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 we're killing this person. The bride uh-huh. zombie, I think, kills like 90% of the people in the movie. No other zombie kills anybody other than the strangling thing. No, no, no. The, the zombie, the, the, the first zombie kills yes. people. Yes. And then the bride kills most everybody else. Nobody else dies after that. The this bride zombie kills everybody from like middle of the movie until the end mm-hmm. of the movie. And you can't kill her. No. She's invincible. There's like a how she ends up dying is like there's a chainsaw scene that happens in a shed in the middle of the woods, and there's like a she uh, doesn't die from that. Yeah, the machete cut chops her head off. Yeah, she doesn't die from it. Picks Does her she... head up and she just walks around. Oh, she kind of does. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because fine. these aren't zombies. This is TV zombies. <laughs> the video dead. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. All right. Well, All right, so look, I like I always want to do this with like any other kind of movie reviews. I want to pick my favorite line from the movie, and my favorite line from this entire movie is it happens early, and it's when April, uh, which is the one that's carrying the little dog at the beginning of the movie, she's mm-hmm. like babysitting a dog or something like that. And why this is my favorite line is because it's just a, I just want to be in the room when somebody writes this line. So I'm just going to read it word for word. You don't understand. He likes to chase skunks in the woods. And if he finds them, he tries to mate with them. Only skunks don't like to mate with poodles. They like to spray him. And then that really turns him on. That's an actual line from the fucking movie. I don't have a favorite line. And I will not participate in this favorite line (laughs) scenario. So... Um, overall, it, this is one of those movies, it's more of a dare movie than a movie that I think you should watch. So, that being said, again, 
please understand, uh, if you want to watch the movie, fantastic, do it. I, I And so you can understand the horrible thing that I put Snarf Chris through. And, and also myself, because it was absolutely terrible. But if you want to watch it, it's available on Paramount Plus, YouTube. Uh, yeah, it's on YouTube, so you can watch it pretty free. But don't pay money to watch this movie. <laughs> absolutely not. Do not pay anything to. But you know what? If you want to watch it and give your give your opinion of it and let us know, that's fantastic. But overall, I would not watch this again. So also something we also want to do. We've always done for someone nerdy.com one to eleven. What is your ranking for this movie? Ooh, okay. So I mean, it's close to meet the feeble range, but I do think it has some good elements that is portray could be portrayed in a good horror movie and it has been since the ring and a couple other things so i would give this movie a three out of 11 and i actually i'm right there uh right at a three three and a half if you twisted my arm it's just because i i found parts of the movie enjoyable it's it's fun to watch but it's boring as fuck there are Lots boring parts. It, it it drug on. It drug on. I mean, like there was a point where it ended, and then there's 20 more minutes. Yeah. Of a movie, and you're like, so now it's a new movie, and you're like, oh god, all right, here we go. 20 more minutes of this. All right, here we go. We're both giving good it twist ending, though. Yep, it's not bad. So we're gonna go ahead and move on to the second movie or a double feature, and this is Snarf Chris's pick, and uh, I'm interested to see what people think about this one. And we're going to be talking about Flesh Gordon from 1974. Gentlemen, we are in big trouble. You've heard about it. You've read about it. Now, finally, you can see it. It will be a dangerous trip, and I don't know what we're likely to encounter out there. But someone has got to save the Earth from the treacherous clutches of that evil ray. Sure. Why not? We'll give it a try. Blast off with Flesh Gordon in his cosmic crusade against all evil. Witness the unbelievable, death-defying feats of that most remarkable superhero of them all, Flesh Gordon. Journey with Flesh Gordon through the dangerous outer reaches of intergalactic space as he joins forces with the mysterious Professor and the lovely Dale Arder to save the Earth from the incredible sex ray. It's so strange in here. But I should almost look alive. Flesh Gordon, the preposterous, be swept away to the dazzling heights of astonishment as you enter worlds unknown. I'm Prince Precious, rightful heir to the throne of Porno. Ah! What is it? The floor! It's opening! Join Flesh Gordon as the crafty Emperor Wang unleashes the forces of interstellar tyranny against him in a hundred mind-boggling adventures. Flesh Gordon. Look! An outrageous parody of yesteryear's superhero. It's the eighth one of the world. Oh, boy. Not to be confused with the original Flash Gordon. And if you are thinking, he said Flash Gordon, you're Not wrong. Flash Gordon. It is Flesh Gordon. It's Flesh Gordon. And the Gordon. first thing he said uh, he said to me was like, hey, my pick is Flesh Gordon. I'm like, Haha, what is that, a porno version of Flash Gordon? And he goes, yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This and, I, and by the way, I was not 
Even still, not prepared. I was not prepared. Even though he legitimately said, yes, that is definitely what it is. I was like, Ugh. like in my brain, I, I didn't contemplate it because I didn't think that'd be a thing. I didn't think it'd be a thing. So this is a 100% a porno spoof of Flash Gordon that's based off of the like the 1930s Flash Gordon characters. And this is... <laughs> Like I'm gonna just go ahead and repeat the names of the characters that sure, it's based off ahead. of. Flesh Gordon is obviously Flash Gordon. Uh, the main love interest in the movie is Dale Arbert. Dale Arbdor in the movie is Dale Arden, which that doesn't sound important. Am I pronouncing that wrong? It's I always heard it was. It sounded like I. I thought they kept on saying Dale Earnhardt. It was weird, but go on. <laughs> I thought they were talking about the. Uh, we also have, uh, Emperor Wang. Emperor Wang. The perverted. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Flash Gordon, it's Ming the, Ming the Merciless. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have the scientist character from Flash Gordon. In this movie, it's Jerkoff. Yep. Uh, and the, obviously, the other one is, is Karloff, I think it's what the, his name was in that one. And then you have Prince Precious. And the original one is Prince Berlin. Mm-hmm. So uh, they live on the world porno. Mm-hmm. And the series, obviously, in Flash Gordon is Mongo. If you're familiar with Flash Gordon at all, everything is turned into a sexual innuendo. And those innuendos are not clever. They're not subtle. Let's back up a little bit. This is the movie poster, and we'll have this in the show notes page. Um, this has on the movie poster, not to be confused, was the original Flash Gordon. I will say when they started off with like a disclaimer about the movie, about like, hey, this is what we're doing. This, this not movie, to be affiliated with it. This but movie eh. does not start with a disclaimer. This movie starts with an apology. Oh, an okay. apology okay. about what you're about to watch. They made an apology. I don't think I've ever watched a movie that starts with an apology that goes, hey, you're about to watch a movie. You're not going to be okay with the movie you're about to watch. This is what it's based off of. And I am very, very, very sorry you're about to watch this movie. That's how this movie starts. It was weird because like when it first started, it's like this movie is rated X. I'm like, what the fuck? I've never seen that. Like, so... This movie is a rated X movie. There's a lot of nudity and and hypersexuality in this. And this is uh, and by the way, this is like a we probably wouldn't consider this X nowadays. This is X uh, pre 1990. A lot of movies before pre 90 is rated X, uh, and then we can go down a list. And it's a lot of what you're you're listening to this movie in this podcast. You know a lot of rated X movies. Our original RoboCop. Rated X. Wow. Uh, Evil Dead. Okay. Yep. Eddie Murphy's Raw. Okay. Is okay. rated X. Okay. Dawn of the Dead. The original Dawn of the Dead. Really? Oh, that one's surprising. Clockwork Orange is rated X. Clockwork Orange. All right. Well, that kind of makes sense. That one. That one's off-putting. It, there's so, a, it's yeah. off-putting things. So there's a lot of movies that are rated X predating it just being a porn rating. Yeah. So... That I think that's kind of like the stigma. This one is pretty much porn. Um, it's softcore porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. softcore. I mean, like, I've, there's not. It was definitely Skinamax. I'm trying to think of words that are rated on it. It's it's 
there's not penetration in this. No, movie. it's Skinamax. Yeah, it's, yeah, if yeah. you've ever seen Skinamax in the it's height about of the same level, yeah, of that, that that's what's happening. And this only because we have only to watch the version of it that didn't get seized by cop. Because there's another version of it that has a bunch of penetration on it, and then they went to court by it, and the courts destroyed lots of the penetration versions of this movie. Mm. Flesh Gordon that we're watching right now is an X-rated version. There's an R-rated version of it that was in the movie theaters. We're not watching that. We're watching the X-rated version because we're hardcore. Hated it. (laughs) Really? Oh, my God. I was so bored. So this is where we're going to super disagree. I think this movie is on the nose of understanding exactly what kind of movie it is. That's true. I would give it that. I would definitely give it that. It definitely knew what it was. And it played up to that point strongly. Strongly. Strongly, yeah. It had penisauruses in it. Yep, penisauruses. Which was a stop And this motion. weird monster thing, too. Oh, at the end of the movie. Yeah. yeah which that looked had... lots like the um, Clash of the Titans. You know, the Clash of the Titans. Uh, um... Kraken? Kraken. Yes. But the thing is, it's like it did this really weird voice that I did not understand. Yeah, he kind of talked like your stereotypical nerd. You know, like in a stereotypical nerd. No, no, no. It was like a guy that was super, like, just uninterested at all. He's like, hey, you know what? I just kind of want to, like, I I don't even know what I'm doing right here. I'm just kind of hanging out. So One of his lines literally was, and I'm I'm only repeating it because it was in the movie. I, I don't, I don't. I don't know what you're doing, but um, <clears throat> I like to see your tits. That's like a line from the movie. And by the way, it's I'm, a giant monster. It's a giant monster. Giant monster. He's holding the woman in his hand, and I'm not seeing any. He's like, of this. "Oh no, now I'm about to die." That's what he was like. Oh no, now I'm falling. Oh, and no. I'm saying a lot of this as a this is a movie a, a product of its time. In 1974, I was a little surprised at the amount of stuff that they did. I mean, there was so much skin in this. And um, actually, some of the special effects, I mean, like, there's some Doctor Strange elements with the ring, like, person thing, like, happening. But it's weird. So, it's such, it's one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen in my entire life. It's up there. It's up there. So, there's bad, and then there's just weird. And this movie is weird. Even though, like, it knows what it is, it's being a spoof, it is weird. It's weird. It's more weird that, uh, as our, we did on our last podcast... It's like one of those movies. I've literally never heard anybody mention this movie ever. I, I've never heard of it at all. Ever. I've heard of it. I, I think I got shown this movie in the early '90s from a friend. Um, there's also a sequel. That's not to- a friend. <laughs> <laughs> there's also a sequel to this movie. A sequel? Seriously? Flesh Gordon meets the like space cheerleaders or something like that. I think that's the name of it. I mean, they had space cheerleaders in this movie. There's a whole sequel based on that. It Ugh. came out like 13 years later. But this is a movie, strangely, it got filmed at almost $500,000 the whole entire movie. The budget was $500,000. I mean, like, it's, there's a lot going on in the movie. It there was is, not. The special effects are, the special effects, the practical effects were just, you know. <laughs> it really, like, the fact they took off in a, in a rocket shaped like a penis. Penis. There's a lot of, like, really good stop motion. You're talking about the penisaurus. Penisauri. Yes. Penisauri. Yeah. I believe that's um, a plural term. What she fights, there is a, like, um, this bronze 
skeleton that he fights in the middle of the movie. That which seems looks really good. Seems out of place though. Yeah, but it didn't look terrible. And there's like this cracking thing that happens at the end of the movie. None of that matters because it was filmed on five hundred thousand dollars. It made almost six million dollars in the movie theaters. It's a good ROI. Yeah. So this is like one of those movies that was profitable. Interesting. I would not have it expected that. In the seventies, a bad X rated movie, I think it's right up there in line of I think I think things they ca- people wanted to watch. Back I then. think they started spoof porno. And the other thing I think they started was the it stuck porno. It stuck. Yeah, remember when the the Pacey got stuck in her? They're trying to get out of her. There is a whole yeah. There's like quite a few scenes that are uncomfortable. Yeah. No, there are multiple scenes that are uncomfortable in this movie. There is a nipple pasty that gets stuck. Oh no! Well, that's how they defeat the bad guys with nipple nipple pasties. Yeah, but my favorite thing is the doctor lifting a shirt to fight bad guys in this movie because he's wearing the nipple pasties. Which are I, lasers, apparently. Yes. I. That's literally my favorite part of the movie. It's so dumb. <laughs> it's such a dumb movie. You cannot watch it in mixed company. If you want to watch it, fantastic. But do not, like, hey, I, this is a good movie. We should watch it. They will not be your friend after this movie. I'm not saying this is a good movie at all. But they're at no point that I was bored during this movie. I was pretty bored. Really? Oh, yeah. I was watching it, and I was like, oh, we got to be almost over. And I checked it. I'm like, I'm only halfway through it. you got to be kidding me. It didn't help that, like, 70 minutes into the movie, you get an intermission. Right? I yeah. was like, intermission? I mean, like, we're done. You had, like, 20 minutes left it's in the movie. It's like, we're done, man. What had, are we doing? They had an intermission, which is just, like, a callback to, like, the old Flash Gordon movies and stuff like that. But most of the Flash Gordon, like, callbacks and, like, intermissions happen halfway during the movie. Not right before it ends. Yeah, because that's called an intermission. Yes, it's called an intermission. All right, well, how would you rate this movie? All right, we gave Video Dead a three. Yep. I'm just going to go out on a limb, and you're going to give me a bunch of shit about it. I enjoyed Flesh Gordon probably way more than I should have. Yep. So I'm going to give it a six. Ooh. No. Yeah. It, It may be... It's not in my normal rotation of bad movies I just want to watch. But if somebody turns it on in front of me, I'm probably not going to be mad about it. Mm, I absolutely would be mad, but I would talk about it. I would talk about it, for sure. You know what? I will give it... Um, it knew what it was doing, so... It's purposely bad. It's purposely bad, and the... Yeah, I mean, the special effects were okay, but you know what? I mean, I'm still going to give it a three. You're going to give it the same as Video Dead. Yep. Um. Yep. Totally disagreeing with you there. This is way more enjoyable than Video Dead. I don't know, man. I will never watch one of those again. And I will some, watch. If Video someone Dead. put a gun to my head and like you pick one you want to watch, I'm like, kill me. This I is, don't care. This is the third time I've watched Video Dead because of this our, our review right now. This is the first time I've watched Flesh Gordon since the '90s, and I'll watch Flesh Gordon. See, I will never watch either one of these movies ever again. Flesh Gordon has a sequel. We're 100% doing that on the podcast eventually. I, shit. Just get, prepare for that. Don't, don't. Go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Go watch both these movies and let us know which movie you like best. My movie or Critter's movie. They're both bad. They're both bad. Go follow uh, us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all your other 
social media websites podcast app go leave us a reviews leave us reviews everywhere you can find us make sure you always give us the five stars thumbs up whatever the most is and then if you even if you don't like us just do that and then you can shit on us that's fine i mean leave a review like whatever you want to say that's fine we call it a hate hug just give us the five stars just do it just do yeah, it come on come on be it, a pal. it literally doesn't cost you anything be a pal like I it's mean, literally like, free i mean like a one star like yeah that sucks but i mean i think it takes more effort for you to leave one star than it does five stars or it might take the same amount of effort you should might as well just or do you want stars. to be creative whatever we will be back on our next podcast we're gonna be doing a um why critters wrong i'm pretty sure <laughs> that's the name of, that's the name of the podcast right Ooh, that why, is the why, most you know why critters wrong? i've heard a lot of dumb things this podcast but that's the dumbest that's the, i give that a one <laughs> so next podcast will be why critters wrong and we're gonna be talking about what critter um he did, he, he doesn't even know what to say because well, he's wrong okay well the 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 theme of the show will be remakes reboots prequels sequels requels of everything to do with horror movies and why it's not for christmas right so join us on the next podcast for that uh thank you for tuning in to this podcast let us know your comments about it. Watch both of these movies and let us know what you think about these movies. It, and if you don't, I mean, like, I totally understand. We have been your host. I am Snarf Chris. I'm Critter. And good journey, nerds. Good journey, nerds.